welcome back to the Pretty Podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Episode um, 19. We're at episode 19 now. You know what I mean? Getting along. Got Kieran here today. Introduce yourself, bro. Yeah. So I'm Kieran. Uh, I study law here at Nottingham with Zane. Um, just a bit about me. I can't lie. I like to call myself all-rounded. Yes. Um, been chef, worked in IT, want to go into law. I've worked in warehouses. I've done a bit of everything. And I thought I'll come on support, support my boy Zane. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, if you're at Nottingham, you've therefore heard of you. I can't <laughs> like you. It's not like our, our listeners probably know you and it. They know you around campus. You know yeah. what I mean? You're always somewhere and you're always doing certain for a society. You know, I was always contributing in it, especially the law students in it. Yeah. So let's start with the first thing in it. Yeah. The, probably the biggest thing, but I want to address it straight away. Law sock. Yeah. <laughs> you're applying to become president. Yeah, I am. I am. Um, so Nottingham law sock is easily one of the biggest in the UK yeah. um, when you when I'm talking about funding I'm talking about tens of thousands yeah, members yeah, yeah. members you've got like roughly a thousand if not more um, and when you think about what a society does at uni they touch literally every area of someone's of, of someone's uni life like you can change someone's three years like like that yeah yeah for real for real um, so yeah so obviously it's one of the biggest societies yeah people don't know one of the best societies at nottingham yeah yeah it's not the uk bro like it's, yeah, that's how yeah. amazing it is that is it? true yeah um so obviously you applied for president that's the head honcho yeah. in it. that's the that's the whole ceo type yeah you know what i mean that the head of the whole operation but like logistically what do you actually do as president so what's your role so basically when you think about law sort you've got lots of different sectors so you've got um your careers you've got yeah, socials yeah. you've got publicity obviously like getting the brand out there you've got charities you've got you've got a lot going on with the society and as president you basically coordinate all of it yeah and like and when you think about what happens in careers people obviously sort out you know what they're going to do after uni from their careers when you think about socials most people will only some people will only go out with their with their core students yeah, yeah so it's what i'm doing as a president i provide a medium for all of that and also i just make sure that the com- committee just runs fluidly and make sure it all goes it's all set so in a sense you're like the master of all basically and it is like you oversee everything you have a little part to play in every single yeah. sector so for example a publicity publicity officer would be doing the publicity stuff anyway. exactly but you would obviously oversee that yeah as well as careers as well as events everything everything, everything that's yeah. a huge role in it exactly sports as well how can i forget oh, sports. sports um a lot of people who aren't like you know who maybe just miss out on university teams will come and play for like their society that's true we've got our own varsity as well our, yeah we've got our own varsity with warwick as well they're yeah. another big they're another big um law society we in did the bits as well in the varsity that's we <laughs> Our, our law like cohort is talented but I can't like like it's sick to be part of this year and, like it everyone's is. talented yeah. everyone's doing their own thing but um in regards to the election obviously the election's over right now so obviously sell yourself in it why should people vote for you yeah why should you vote for me I, what can I say I've got a vision for LawSock this year and I feel like I'm the best person to implement that vision um, yeah. I was talking earlier about the sectors I've got ideas for improvement of each sector you know as I was saying I've had many jobs before I've worked in leadership positions and I, I want to give back at the end of the day to yeah, LawSock because yeah. like in my first year they helped me so much this year careers wise they've pretty much patterned up exactly what I'm going to do afterwards or at least helped me to so um, so for perfect. example yeah if I am a uh, so I am actually in that position. So yeah. I'm a law student, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm looking for help in it. I'm looking yeah. for help. How can LawSock help me? Yeah. So what LawSock basically do is they'll get in touch with firms directly and those firms will come and do like exclusive events, exclusive open days. Yeah, yeah. So last year um, in December time, I went to a big American firm called Hogan Lovells yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for a day. And 10 of us went through LawSock and 
like we had a great time. We met partners, we met loads of other law students and just building that connection, finding that one person. Like networking, isn't it? Networking. Yeah, yeah. And so many people underestimate the importance of networking. Facts, man. Like so, so many people do. Because everyone says, oh, well, you just go through the same application process, right? Yeah. Um, like that's the way law firms work, that's the way investment banking works, that's the way consulting works. But just by having someone at the firm, they might not know your name in the application process or anything, but you gain inside knowledge that no one else knows. Yeah, that's facts. That's you can ask them directly how does the application work and this and yeah. that. And that's all through LawSock, isn't it? All through LawSock, yeah. All through LawSock. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And um, obviously, we help out non-law students as well, isn't it? Like exactly. any other non-law student. So how is a non-law student going to benefit from LawSock? Yeah. In terms of like, there's big projects out there, and like we deal with, you know, uh, pro bono and stuff yep. like that. Obviously, that's a separate thing, but in terms of like, we oversee that yeah. as a as a larger sort of capacity. Yeah. yeah, I call it like as a group, the law societies are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because between them, there's like at least two thousand members. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, and like you know, we've got law society, pro bono society, yeah. women in law society. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. We've shout got, out to them, man. Yeah, shout out to them. My girlfriend's actually running to be the president the of women in law society. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're hoping that next year we can have like lots of collaborations and work yeah. together with that. Um, but the broader, like, sorry, I'll come back, coming back to your question, talking about non-law, um, that's part of my vision for this year because okay. I'm a law student and I don't know whether I'm going to be doing law and, I, I'm, and I'm graduating next year. Yeah, yeah. But that's what law society should be able to do because at the end of the day, we're doing law, which is a very difficult degree, very in demand. Yeah. And not, not many of us will actually become lawyers. Mm-hmm. So why don't, why don't we, you know, get access to investment banks, get access to consulting, prof- like, you know, other professional services, HR, business, you know, like entrepreneurship, like it all goes underrated. And that's what I really think LawSort can bring next year. Yeah, because I think as a law student, obviously you, you come into law, yeah. And um, you're at that point in year two, like late <laughs> year two, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, what do I do now? And like, where yeah. do I go? I can be a solicitor, I can become a barrister. And sometimes yeah. it's too amplified towards that solicitor or yeah. barrister, but there's so many other opportunities in yeah. it. And you're obviously planning to advertise them further for the rest of, you know, the students. Exactly. That's what I'm planning to do. Like I was saying, I'm running to be president and I didn't even know if I'm going to do law um, when I graduate. So I'm thinking that I want to progress law. So I want to make sure that everyone has, you know, the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And obviously (laughs) the most uh, popular comes to like the events part of the law. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So obviously you spoke about the firm's events and stuff like that. Like dinner with the city happens as well. Dinner with the city is very big. Um, yeah. I was talking earlier about the connections, right? Yeah, yeah. What better connection than sitting down, having a three-course meal, and then going out to like a, a bar <laughs> yeah. and drinking with like loads of other, uh, with loads of other lawyers. And then I, I bring up a key word there: drinking, right? Like yeah. I was really ill at the start of this term, and I wasn't able to drink for like a, what six, six to eight weeks. Yeah. Not everything's to do with drinking, and that's what I was so happy about with Lawsock. Yeah. Like, I, I could go to dinner with the city and just not drink and still have a great time. I like, just enjoy yeah. my food. And like just that inclusive atmosphere, get yeah. to know lots of lawyers. It's Not perfect. only is it a fun time, but you're obviously getting the information at the same time. Exactly. And actually, like making a difference for yourself. Yeah. So it's like a win-win. Type it's a win-win. Thing. Like you, you, you're going out and you're having a night out, but then at the same time you're meeting lawyers. Yeah. I don't, I don't think many other law society societies do that across the UK. Yeah, uh, they yeah. have a dinner with the city where you have loads of firms. Twenty firms will come in. They'll all have a table. And then you have like a big three course meal, speeches, entertainment, yeah. like a really nice venue, black tie event. Yeah, yeah, everyone dresses up, looks nice for yeah. that. You see that picture at the end of it. That's yeah. gonna be you in the picture next that, year. That is, that is hopefully gonna be me as president <laughs> next year in the future. Yeah, hopefully, man. Um, I just wanna talk about, in regards to events, so that's more of like the formals and stuff. Yeah. 
But what about like just the socials in general the socials. with other students? Yeah, because I was talking at the beginning about how like law sort touches like every like every stu- every law student's like bit of their life. Obviously, you have got the career side, but yeah. you don't. You're not always thinking about careers at university, course, right? Yeah, like yeah. university is your it's your time of freedom, um, and um, what socials provides is like something great, something to look forward to at the end of the week. Like yeah, yeah. in my head, I'm thinking on a Friday night, Law Soccer subsidised tickets to Rock City, for example, or yeah, like to yeah, Ocean, yeah. or you know we've got like a dinner out, we've got like a meal out, something like that, something to look forward to. We've got the balls. The balls are massive. Um, Anyone who's at university can know that their societies do balls, but Lawsock does it a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, they'll spend a lot of money on it. They'll make sure that the event is top class, and they'll go. They'll go all out for it. And it always sells out, isn't it? it exactly, exactly. Out. And then um, you have those events like the trip to was it Barcelona? Trip to Barcelona, yeah. Like I was in Barcelona in early February. How was it? How was going to Barcelona with like the Lawsock? How was it? It was actually really fun. Um, honestly, like you come to university, and that's where you make a lot of lifelong friendships. And when you go away with people. Yeah. You know, it's very difficult to organize by yourself with friends. Yeah, yeah. So just by having that medium to do it for it's perfect. Everything's subsidized down, really lovely hotel, center of Barcelona, yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, Barassic, and obviously uh, those big off events, like they sell out immediately, and that's the popularity of immediately. it. Like, um, everyone's looking, hopefully we get more of them. And yeah, like... more tickets, that's what, that's, that's, that was a big part of my campaign. Yeah, yeah. Uh, making sure that, you know, like people don't have to be sit up, sat at their laptop, like waiting for the tickets to come out. <laughs> yeah, so the website crashes. The, web, the website always crashes for Lawsop. <laughs> like, not to see you, oh, they, they always, they probably dread whenever we have an event. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. And then I'm um, just talking about you personally. And yeah. I want to touch upon this on like, one, something that like shows your leadership. And it was like, bro, you told me about this very early in year one. Yeah. And when I found out about it, I was like, amazing. It's actually so sick. So your your charity that you yeah, set yeah. up in it is Youth Connection London. Youth Connection London, yeah, Youth yeah. Connection London. So talk to the people that don't know about it. What is Youth yeah. Connection London? So we're um, we're a charity that basically is completely run by students, completely. So we have um, no adult like leadership or anything like that. We're all run by ourselves, um, and we basically like get the youth involved in tackling like all urban issues in London. So we started in London and then obviously we've expanded out. So we've formed a partnership in India now. We've got oh, a school wow. there that we're sending stationery and stuff out to. Yeah. And it's all just about getting students involved. Like for example, like a student doesn't have to commit to the charity loads and loads like be there every week. But they can come for example on a Saturday and pack sta- stationary packs for, to send to India. Yeah, or yeah. you know, like make you know like make food for a soup kitchen or part you know, get involved with one of our, one of our other partnership partner charities. Yeah. Um, and that's what we've aimed to do. We've slowed down a bit this year but we're looking to do a bit of a comeback yeah and i've seen a few projects things and obviously you mentioned stationery sometimes yeah. you give food and water and stuff yeah. like that obviously Google. like directly you know making an impact because a lot of charities which um in my opinion uh, it's a bit iffy and you know when yeah. you give money to a charity you know yeah yeah i mean it obviously it helps but sometimes it goes to marketing or sometimes exactly. it goes to something that you don't want it to yeah, go yeah, to yeah. like my mate was telling me the other day that he signed up to a charity and they always sending him like post in it so probably all the money you gave to charity probably came back in the post you know what I mean exactly like sending letters and stuff stamps and, and all of that stamps, yeah exactly like admin paying someone to do it yeah yeah like, yeah literally yeah they have employees and stuff sometimes yeah as well. so with you you're actually making a practical impact in it like stationery and like food and water and stuff like that exactly it's actually making an impact and stuff. not only that the conversation that you have with someone yeah like if you go up to someone in london and they're sitting there then like the, the the more thing the most thing sorry the like the thing that they probably want the most yeah. is just to be sat, sit down with someone chat to someone and be heard and it? be heard yeah. so you know what and it's, it's not just that if like obviously if, if i'm if i'm giving a pack to someone chances are there's a mcdonald's around you right yeah, yeah. mcdonald's do you want anything 
instead of, instead of giving it instead of giving like a five ten pound note and this is honestly advice to anyone like anyone listening if instead of giving a note or a coin to someone you take that same money right and you go to mcdonald's you get them a coffee you get them like you know like a burger or something like that yeah, yeah. because you know we live in the uk it's cold like food is always the best thing to have food and a bit of warmth that's the thing food water ba- blanket blankets blankets, like blankets yeah socks yeah. Socks help, socks help a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of homeless people wear like three, four socks on at a time. So um, why did you get into this? So like what yeah. motivated you to start this and like get involved in charity? Yeah. Like, what was the reason behind it? Do you know what? It was actually um, Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I say, like twenty, what twenty fifteen? Like oh, what? Right. It's probably like six years ago, yeah, yeah. seven years ago. I was walking with my parents down Oxford Street, and like we were doing last minute shopping, and I was outside like Selfridges, Harrods, yeah. like you know, like massive John Lewis, um, House of Fraser, Debenhams. They were massive, like all down Oxford Street, yeah, yeah. and you see them, and you see people spending like thousands. In these, and then you see someone on the street who like literally just needs a tenner for like you know for some food. Yeah, and that would sort them out. And that would sort yeah, them out yeah. literally for the night. Yeah. And then that's where I was like. Like, you know, something has to be done about this. And then that's where I was like, uh, at that age, I couldn't really make a difference. But then as as I got older, I was like, now's the time I can actually make a difference and start something up. Yeah. So at that point, it implemented into your mind that something needs to be done. Exactly. When you see something firsthand, yeah, it affects you more, isn't it? Exactly. It's human nature, isn't it? It is human nature. Because I think that, like, it's it's the same, um, you know, you get those adverts on um, TV where it says water aid. Um, People who actually go to Africa and see it, They'll come back and they'll and they'll say you. It's not like it is on TV. Like that's that's all yeah. recorded. That's all scripted. When you go there and watch someone actually walking two miles, yeah. instead of someone t- telling you on the TV someone's walked two miles, yeah, it yeah. hits you differently. It definitely, bro. Definitely, yeah. I think that's invaluable, isn't it? Yeah. And um, the, the stuff you mentioned about like getting students on board, isn't it? Obviously, yeah. we're the future, isn't it? Young people, we're the future. Yeah, we are. So you might take someone yeah, that might previously not like have that sort of interest in charity to that extent exactly and then when they have that one conversation with someone yeah or that one uh sort of uh project they, they yeah. uh, that they're a part of and that might change and shift their exactly, mind exactly. and it has this sort of butterfly effect then yeah like this uh snowball effect exactly so like more and more people so like it just starts with like yeah. a little step and then comes little out. step and i was looking i was looking the other day uh, um so not the other day, like the other week or so, uh, uh, our stats and how many people have got involved in stuff. So we've had like, you know, more than 100 volunteers, okay. all obviously under the age of 18. Wow. And we've had, um, like we've reached probably like more than 1,600 people yeah, like yeah. on the streets. Um, that's crazy. That's so yeah. Sick. And obviously a lot go under, because a, a lot of the times what will happen is we'll finish a project and like, you know, we'll, st- we'll be walking down, you know, like Covent Garden or like Piccadilly Circus. Yeah, yeah. And like, we'll be walking back to like our base where we started and we'll see, we'll see a new homeless person. Yeah. And it might not get recorded that because, you know, obviously we don't get give them a pack or anything, but like someone will just pop into like Nando's and quickly order like, you know, like, you know, like four thighs, chips yeah, or something. Just like just something to eat, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, man. Like I always give and that's the thing. Cause yeah. I always believe that if you give, you always get back as well. Exactly, like, yeah. Like enlarge some, and then obviously, your evidence of that in it. Obviously, you said like you said to me before the podcast, you want to be humble and stuff. Innit? Yeah. But sometimes you got to be proud as well. How yeah. far you've come and like genuinely, you've done a lot, a lot of great things in it. So obviously, kudos to you in it. Thanks, so right, I wish you luck with the Northside <laughs> election and stuff in it. Hopefully, we'll find out what Friday. Innit? No, find out at the ball. So we've got our spring ball, which is oh, going to really? be um, secret location. We don't know where it is or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know they're doing it up massive and you know all we know is that it's going to be monte carlo themed so it's going to be casino bow ties oh, that's casino yeah. tables poker tables oh, yeah roulette roulette tables craps tables yeah, um, yeah. you know it'll be, it'll be a it'll be a really fun night and then obviously at the beginning of the ball i think they announce who wins so, oh so i think it's, it's either gonna ruin my night or it's gonna it's gonna make, make my it. night it's gonna make it yeah exactly 
Yeah, bro. I was just gonna say that sounds amazing. Like the theme wise, it sounds amazing, yeah. innit? So obviously that's gonna be on your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, yeah, so obviously yeah, I'll help you with that. But um, I'm really hoping Zane can be there. Yeah. Um, obviously yeah. you might not be here next year, but um, oh, yeah, if, yeah. if 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 I schedule it, you know, for a time where like where all, all the abroad students are coming back like towards the end because obviously you're gonna come in for Christmas, aren't you? Oh, do you know the thing is, I thought I might in it, but I was like to my parents. Why don't we just spend Christmas in New York? You know what oh, I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true though. New York Christmas would be yeah, the once yeah. in a lifetime because you like you know you're never gonna get yeah, to that again. Yeah, why would I be there? Innit? Like, yeah, why would you? Yeah. But that's why. So I, I'm gonna be there the whole year to be honest. So nice. Unfortunately, I'll miss I'll miss this like your yeah he your, will. Like, what is it? What should I call it? A rain? <laughs> a r- yeah, rain <laughs> tour. Uh, like t- term, term, shit, term, term. Yeah, oh, your uh, term. My term, yeah, that's my term. More, yeah, that's legit. So your term as president. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm, but I'm going to miss it. But obviously, uh, I'll keep in touch with you when I'm there. And then, no, you know, I'll be hearing about all the sick advi- all the sick shit that you're doing in it while I'm up there. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I was, so, bro, about the fact that it, you find out at the ball, then it? How are you feeling? Like, do you reckon you'll be nervous, or do you reckon? I'm really nervous because, um, honestly, like, kudos to my, um, to my the other candidate going for it. Like, she's up there. She's she's already on the committee this year. Okay. So she's uh, the first year representative this oh, year on the committee. Year? She's the first year. Yeah, she's the first year going for it. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. And she she does have a lot of guts going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously she's coming up against me. Um, and at hustings, which is where obviously they ask us questions and everything about yeah. our manifesto, like what we're gonna do. We were pretty much even. Yeah. Pretty much. Just thing is, what 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 she what I miss by not being on committee this year, like I make up through the fact that like you know I'm charismatic, like I've always got a smile, like I've I've done so much already yeah, being yeah. at uni and through school. Yeah, I think yes because you know a lot of people in it. Yeah, so a lot of people. Yeah, and then obviously she's first gen, it's a blessing. Even though she's probably amazing, yeah, her time might come later because yeah, when exactly. she actually establishes herself and not exactly anymore, exactly, like, it's difficult. But kudos to it. That's a big like exactly. attempt in it. Uh, should we move it like this? Oh, there we go. Perfect, yeah. bro. It's perfect. Cool. Um, I was gonna say, so, bro, uh, like, you know what's so important about us, like, as mm. law students as well, or just any students, yeah, because you mentioned the fact that, like, you're not even going into law and stuff, yeah. What's the most important thing is like people skills in it, and oh, like 100%. interview skills, learning how to communicate, charisma, 100%. stuff like that in it. Like, us, man, are chatting right now, obviously, we're on the podcast, you know, what I mean? yeah, so <laughs> we are like sort of we're improving ourselves, yeah, isn't it? Like, yeah, we are, we every are. day, we're trying to do something yeah. like that. And I would encourage every law student to do that. Any student. Any student. Any student. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to like get started on something like that. Like yeah. Improve the way you present yourself because that's exactly that's all it is. You know, have you seen Euphoria? Of course. You've seen Euphoria. Yeah, yeah I have. I have little bits of it. A little bits. There's this um. There's this line in it. You know, Maddie Perez, obviously. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, Latina, yeah. And then she goes. She goes. Eighty percent of life is confidence in it. And the thing about confidence is, no one knows if it's true. Very, very true. That's facts. Very true. It's actually facts. So, like, bro, if you act confident, you are confident exactly. in a sense, isn't it? No one knows what's going on in your head. You're talking about people skills, and an interviewer will know whether they're hiring you within, like, the first 10 words that you speak. Yeah. You know, by the way you present yourself, the way you hold yourself, the way you introduce yourself. You know, yeah. if I, if, you know, if James is my interviewer for a massive law firm, you know, like I'm, I'm getting geared up to be the next Mike, you know, to be the next Mike Ross, and I yeah. go to Zane and I say, oh, like, Oh, my name's Kieran. Then, like yeah. Zane's immediately thinking, wait, I don't want that guy. I don't. I, I don't want to see that guy around in the office. Yeah, yeah, but immediately, yeah. if I say, Zane, you're right. Like, oh, I, I saw by the way on your, I saw on your socials that you know you're, you're an Everton fan. Like, good game yeah, last yeah. night. Straight away, that person's thinking, I want to work with that guy. Yeah. You know, I can imagine that guy talking to my clients like that. My clients gonna like that. Exactly. I want to see that face every day in the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Like, um, you gotta use your skills yeah because obviously you've done a lot of interviews yeah. i've done a lot of interviews as well uh and um what i've learned 
is like at the, like my first interview in it like obviously ages ages ago yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you'd always be like feeling like it's gonna be formal and it's gonna be this and sometimes it is formal yeah sometimes it is yeah, but yeah. you have to know like obviously use your instinct but mm. you, at times you can turn it into like a casual conversation yeah use your skills like just to twist it slightly yeah like almost like friends like they're your friends or like you're talking to them just have a exactly. normal conversation exactly yeah yeah um people skills is so important like yeah. i'll never forget the thing is no matter what you no matter what you want to go into like if we just think about like where we are right now like we're in the med we're in the med school library right yeah these yeah. people are going to be doctors if you can't communicate properly how are you going to communicate you know someone's symptoms to them you know how are you going to talk with you know like a vulnerable child or yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you know people skills are just so important everywhere like yeah yeah communication confidence yeah and um hopefully you know i mean what's the best way to improve that like have you always been like because you're an extrovert in it yeah like, that's true that's like true. you are very extrovert yeah. you speak to everyone if, if you stayed at spc last year you know and <laughs> like you know karen it's just it's just the thing in it so like were you always extroverted as like a kid or do you think like you became extroverted i think i became extroverted um i moved school like when i was like 14 yeah and uh, when i came to my new school i thought you know what fresh start didn't know anyone there let me just take a shot at it right yeah. and i just thought let me get to introduce myself to as many people and then i thought wait hold on maybe that might be that might be a bit of me like just chatting loads like yeah, yeah. getting to know people but i feel like the best the best thing that i could say for someone who isn't extroverted but wants to be extroverted is just go out there like don't be afraid yeah 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 like pe- people who like generally won't judge you like because i think that's a lot that's that's what holds people back a lot yeah, is that yeah. they think oh what would this person think when you think that you're going to hold yourself back yeah 100 percent. like you don't need to second guess yourself like for the average person on the street it's not going to take a second look at it yeah what you're wearing whatever you're doing your haircut looks a bit like this your your hair's like whatever and like yeah you, you might think in your head oh I need to style my hair like this or whatever. Yeah. I need to like wear these type of shoes. Yeah. This, the guy on the street don't take a second look, bro. It's just how you talk, how you walk, how you present yourself, and exactly. So just be confident in that. Obviously, you mentioned that it was a new start and stuff. Yeah. Like uni is like a new start for a lot of people, and you get a new environment. You're older now, in it, and you have that sort of freedom to yeah. do like your own timing, your time management, etc. Stuff like that. Time management. That's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I call them soft skills. Like and that's what my dad's always said. Like my dad works in finance. Like he's always said, Kieran. Like I wasn't. I was like. I was obviously like pretty smart growing up. Like yeah. you know, I've got a good job. But at the same time, if you look, if you look at my Excel documents, if you look at the way I type emails, if you look at the way I walk into a meeting, yeah. If you look at the way, like you know, I'll see, I'll meet someone, you know, like a client or someone, and say and talk to them and introduce myself. Yeah. That's that is what everyone at the same day's got the same degree. Yeah. Right. That's facts. Everyone has. A Everyone's same. got the same degree. Yeah. You've got first two one two two like you know whatever just pass it mm-hmm. doesn't matter like matter. like you've all got the same degree. Obviously you aim to do the best you can because it's gonna look good. Yeah. Right. But then after that, it's the level playing field after that. Level playing field. Like yeah, literally you do three years yeah, and at uni it's not just about the degree. Right? There's yeah. so much more you have to explore and stuff. Society, so much you mentioned, more. You know friendships and stuff. But then when you get to the point where you're looking for a career, yeah. Like certain careers, you don't even need a degree no more. Like True. a degree is like a backdrop nowadays, yeah. isn't it? Like for real. Um, obviously, for some careers you do like medicine, law. Sometimes, yeah. you, like course, course, course. Like, even law, you don't have to have. Like, so you don't have to have law. You could you could go into it doing anything. Yeah, exactly. Like I remember I was talking to a lawyer and he did fine art at university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a he was at a massive American law firm and he was he, and he was saying honestly, I started doing art because I thought I just enjoyed it. Yeah. And then I I saw the career of law and you know they didn't have any barriers to entry. But I thought so I thought fine, let me brush up on my people skills. Yeah. Like you know like you know did a lot of reading like worked a lot on my Excel like working a lot on coding yeah. finding out what's important yeah I think so in regards to that I think you just gotta be targeted and yeah. like 
you don't you don't aim and pray you point and shoot you get exactly, exactly, it's exactly. that type of thing so when you have a, a sort of vision of what you want or mm. where you want to get to then you you can make the steps to get to that and exactly. like set your goals and then strive towards them i mean yeah i mean obviously do you think you do that like obviously i try to yeah, yeah. um and i feel like the best way to do that is just to keep keep your goals in mind yeah. Like I know at all times I want to keep a good career, make sure I maintain my charitable side. Yeah. And I just just carry on being that friendly face because yeah. like that's so important to me. Like if ever something, if ever something's, if ever I'm doing something in life and it means I don't have that friendly face anymore, then then I think something something's gone wrong. Something's like gone something's gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always be happy with what you're doing and that's exactly, sort of vibe. Exactly. Like if you're not, if you're chasing something and you're not happy chasing, it, why are you chasing it? At the exactly. End of the day? Why are you chasing it? Yeah, exactly. You just gotta take a step back. Yeah. Um. It's a, it's the cliche, isn't it? Like life is short. Yeah, life is hella short. Life is bro. very short. Very very short, and it's like, you need to just take advantage of all the opportunities around. Like, don't let something go, yeah, because you think something else might be better. Do what you wanna do. Exactly. And then chase that. Exactly. I was gonna say just uh, more personally in it in terms of. What do you think you're going to do as a career? Like, where do you see your career yeah. after this? So we're talking a bit about this for the podcast. Um, so you'll find out that law is so competitive to get into. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've done a few applications myself this year. I'll, like, I'll be very honest. I've got very, very far in some of them as well. Like, all up until the last stage. And it'll be and it'll be between me and, like, two other people for, like, one position, for example. And yeah. the, the, the two other people are both 24 done full law degree, like, you know, first class honors, done a master's and, you know, they've already done their LPC as well, which is the training, like, you know, the yeah, training yeah, to be yeah. a solicitor and they're, they're applying now because people are in law when you're, when you're obviously fighting for like, you know, I, I say fighting because it is literally a dogfight sometimes yeah, for these sort of positions. Be, yeah. either, you either do very, very well in your first two years or you have to go all the way through, yeah. through your degree and then like just keep trying again and again. Um, so obviously that is a possibility that like, I am working on that. But this uh, this year I'm actually working in um, KPMG's former pension practice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm you know delving into investment consulting. And if you told me three years ago, four years ago, that in second year I'll be working for KPMG in summer yeah. or KPMG's break firm, you I would have said nah, like that's yeah, just not that's true. That's like a dream type thing. Isn't it? It's yeah. a dream type thing. But also not only that, it's something I never expected to do. Oh, this early? That's never like, expected to do. Yeah, yeah. And like, had the opportunity to arise, you just kept your eye out. And kept my eye out. I literally, I saw something on LinkedIn, applied to, I applied for it as a long shot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I thought, and then I came back and I had a maths test to do. And any law students out there, you'll know that you do zero maths. Yeah. Like landlords got a tiny bit of maths, I just like, you know, basic calculations yeah, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. But I, just, I, did, I did like a maths test with graphs and stuff. And I thought, I've done A-level maths, let me have a go at it. Yeah. And I passed it. And then went through to the final interviews, assessment centers, and I got for all of it. And I finally got the place. Oh, that's amazing, man. That's sick. So what would you say? You'd say just keep your eye out for opportunities to arise. Keep your eye out, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, just apply to everything. Apply to everything. Like, that you, you lose nothing. Like, um, um, I just a couple of hours ago, I heard back from an insurance firm that I emailed six weeks ago. And yeah. when I emailed them six weeks ago, I emailed them three times. I emailed them my CV, yeah. I emailed them again, and then I emailed them again. Yeah. Three times. They responded. Would they have responded if I only emailed once? Maybe not. So I've seen some employees say that, you know. Yeah. Some employees actually say that, when they get an email once, they don't reply until they get a second one because it shows yeah. the guy's actually passionate about it, isn't it? And you've got nothing to lose. Exactly. It takes 15 words. Um, dear employer, uh, this is just a follow-up email from my previous email. Um, look forward to hearing you from you. Kind regards, Kieran Drona. Yeah, Bam, yeah. done. Takes, what, t- took me like, you know, 10 seconds to say that, probably like 20 seconds to type it yeah, and send yeah. it. And, and, and look what came out of it, bro. L- like literally. a life-changing opportunity, basically. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. I just think, um, like in regards to careers and yeah. I don't know what I want to do in it. I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like 
I'm gonna do something to do with law and like maybe contracts, maybe mm-hmm. get into like sports, maybe yeah. boxing contracts. You know, like a lot of promoters in it. Um, you know, the boxing promoters, like managers of yeah. They all did law. They all lawyers. Yeah. They got into like talent management and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'm thinking about that. But like for money now, yeah. Like um, I think it's more about investing now. Like, oh, definitely. Definitely in it. Like um, like I talk about everything like career this, career that. When I say career, I mean career. Take some of your money invest property stocks shares you know crypto is obviously looking brand new as well nfts (laughs) yeah yeah um like who like who knows what's gonna come but but like that's the way you got me forward passive income always yeah yeah. do you know do you know it's so funny right that you know what we're talking about that investment if anyone's ever played monopoly it's literally monopoly you can go around the board all you want collecting like you know passing go getting 200 but at the end of the day Who's gonna make the most money? It's gonna be the person that builds the houses, builds the hotels, yeah, commits yeah. all, commits you know their salary, you know their two hundred every time they pass go yeah. into putting more houses, more money. That's a sick analogy, bro. I'll be honest. Yeah, with you. it's that minor like loss for the major. Minor loss. Like I remember, like we, I was literally playing with my housemates like mm. two, three days ago, and I was stuck with Mayfair and Parkland, the most expensive ones, yeah. and I had six hundred in my account. I built three houses on Mayfair, so I, I think I had one, I had one in my account. Yeah. And what was the next card? Both of them roll it. One lands on Park Lane, owes me, owes me a thousand. The next yeah. one, advanced to Mayfair from chance. That's crazy. I put all of my money, obviously that's very, very risky. Like, I, wouldn't say yeah, live yeah. Your, I wouldn't say live your life like that. Yeah, yeah. Obviously it's a game, and that's, it's, it's not game. financial advice. Yeah, this is not financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the message is there in it. Like, yeah. obviously not that extreme, but like, you need to invest something. Like money yeah. kept is money lost in a sense, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Especially today. Because today. Yeah. Um, but in terms of right now, are you, into any investments right now are you looking at anything yeah um, i've got a little bit in crypto mm-hmm. um but that's about the rest of it i'll be honest it's all in it's all in government bonds oh um, and that's only because i got very very worried at the start of the year as soon as russia got involved okay um so i thought let me just take let me just take a little chill you know chill it off on like yeah. stocks and stuff so i moved it all out um obviously it made a gain already so i wasn't too fast but um i'm thinking that over the next like what four or five months assuming all the, the conflicts in eastern europe you know start to die down i want to get back into the stock market yeah because it's all like volatile right it's now. it's all really volatile and i'm just thinking no like i'm happen. young i don't i don't have that much in savings true, true. Just, um yeah. and i want to i want to make sure that no matter what like this is advice to anyone out there mm-hmm. as much as people talk about investing crypto passive income make sure that you've always just got someone's side you never know what's going to happen yeah you yeah. just never know yeah for real obviously don't put life savings into it don't only put in what you can afford to lose exactly it. so I in my when I invest right, I just pretend I spent it and I forget about it. Yeah, same. Literally, same. Literally, like oh, yeah. a few quid here, yeah, gone in it. Yeah. And no, no, don't think about it again. Yeah. yeah. Maybe let some time pass. Then might look at it like oh, it's a loss. Whatever. I felt like I lost everything, and at least I've still got something. Then it's a gain, and then you just yeah. wait, and you, play, you just gotta wait sometimes. You wait again. You wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think um in regards to crypto in it um. Obviously, I love crypto and it goes to, you know, the cryptocurrency market. But obviously, it's been, it's been fucking rocky. I can imagine it's been volatile, yeah. Yeah, very volatile. And um, what I've learned, yeah, is that, like, for, like people say 99% of people or 90% of people lose in it. Yeah. But those people only lose because they sell in it. Yeah, so, yeah. At a point where it's just valued at a lower price in it. So yeah. if you don't sell, you haven't lost anything. You're still holding. You get me? It's like, you know, uh, Warren Buffett, I was looking at his um, like timeline of like what he had invested in. Yeah, yeah. So he kept Coca-Cola during when they were getting sued. Oh, shit. Okay. He kept Coca-Cola when they were... Um, when they were like... When they were under like massive manufacturing problems. like, yeah. And he kept it all through it. Diamond hands. Literally. Yeah. Literally. 
And then he paid off. He paid off, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the advice. Obviously, you know, do your research and stuff, and yeah, like just hold. You have to have the mentality, the mentality do, to hold, and sometimes take a loss. Sometimes you have to take a loss in it. Yeah, I mean, you sometimes you'll take a, you'll take a loss, but then like your other stock that you kept in like the same, you know, in the same transaction. Yeah, yeah. Would have gained. And yeah, diversify, 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 diversify your, yeah. No don't put all your eggs in one basket. Exactly, yeah. and like, obviously, as we get older, like I'm gonna assume that me and Zayn, you know, like we'll move away from like smaller like smaller inputs into stocks and shares and more into like you know look at property like yes, yes. you know like you got to look at um you got to look at larger stocks and shares accounts yeah um you got you got to look at a lot more that's got you know like a lot of people a lot of people looking look at gold when they get older yeah, yeah. because they just think i just want something that's going to hold for my pension but um actually a very very big thing to note is a lot i think a lot of people forget with investments mm. is every day when i wake up i see something about inflation yeah and obviously i'm gonna i'm gonna assume you know if this gets posted it'll get posted soon but inflation at the moment is so high yeah, yeah. like people that, that means two things one means that stocks and shares markets gone volatile yeah, and yeah. it also means that if you keep your if you keep your money it's gonna yeah. lose value yeah literally yeah. quite simply it's yeah. like six seven percent every year now that's crazy yeah because people feel they're safe as if their money's in an account at the end of the day bro it's literally just an uh, just a amount written down yeah. in it it's nothing in it it's nothing. like at least hold something or hold assets at least like mm. you have to have some assets in it yeah obviously at the point we're at right now we're young in it we got yeah, whole we careers yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so it's good that we're starting young and i would advise everybody at least research even if you're not playing in it so, you know what you know the first thing i did i turned 18 obviously you couldn't trade for 18 yeah 10 18 yeah for five quid for 10 quid yeah slowly gets more and more and you get more confident. exactly you start understanding how the market works if that 10 quid if you put that in bitcoin in what 2018 yeah you know, <laughs> literally like literally like what would, what would it be worth now like thousands yeah literally thousands bro uh i think um when uh you know when covid actually hit and yep. lockdown hit bitcoin went down to like Four, four grand, four thousand pounds in it. No way. And then it went up to like 80, 60 grand at the end of the year, yeah. something like that, innit? 40 grand, 60 grand, something like that, along those lines, innit? Yeah. Bro, it's like, I was telling my parents, I was like, listen, it's going to go up. Obviously, they don't believe me. Innit? Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I'm like, listen, uh, trust me on this, innit? But they didn't buy it. But trust me, we'll be having those same conversations with our kids when, when they're investing in like, who knows, like some <laughs> VR, like money or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll be, we'll be sat there going, no, 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 it's all crypto, it's all crypto. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's actually fine. That's a sick point. Yeah. What do you think about, okay, NFTs and stuff? What do you actually think about them? You know, like board apes? Yeah, like, yeah. Know them images and stuff on OpenSea. What, what are your thoughts on it? I'll be honest. Hmm. That's the one area where I'm not invested at all. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking about like you know like my my overall portfolio. I have nothing in it. But I'll be very simple. It's because I don't understand it. Okay. Like I'll be honest. I haven't taken the time to understand it. Yeah. Um, I think when NFTs first came up, obviously that was like the start of our uni year. So what like like a year ago now. Yeah, Ooh, they've been it? around, but they've started. Popping yeah, they started popping like, off like yeah. like a year ago, yeah, yeah. and I d- I didn't really do my research into. It. I thought like I kind of missed like the trend of it. Like I do want to learn, even if I don't invest, I do want to learn about it. Yeah. Um. But I know one of my friends, um, one of my good friends, um, he had an idea. I don't know if he did actually start his NFT business in the end, and it was all about um getting contact with like bands and stuff and making their NFTs. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So like the you know like sound bites and their pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. But like that's that's about all I know about it. To be fair. I think, yeah, I think in regards to NFTs, I think it's like, it depends what project you're following. And obviously, there's a lot of trash projects, a lot of pumping yeah. dumps in it. Like, people in Discord's just trying to get bombs in on it that, yeah. that don't know about NFTs to invest in it. And they'll sell it and they don't be worth nothing in it and stuff yeah. like that. So, obviously, do your research. But I think in the large scale of things, I think NFTs are going to pop in terms of like when they're like mm. with a sort of in real life thing as well like sort of membership stuff like board ape has a membership you only have access to certain events if you're 
uh, if you own an NFT of this yeah. in it, of that collection, stuff like that, when it's actually paired with something in it, yeah. then I reckon it'll pop off. Yeah, because at the moment, obviously, if there's nothing like living tangible attached to it, then if everyone's pumping money into something that you know could just collapse, yeah, that makes sense. Intrinsic value, isn't it? Exactly, and at the end of the day, it does all come down to intrinsic value. Like you know, if Born Ape, um, I think there was an NFT for the Super Bowl final. Yeah. and that NFT you know is now a collectible item you know it's got it's got an intrinsic value now yeah. like you know it's just a start like oh, ima- yeah. imagine if like um, NFTs became uh, like something that you could use membership to like yeah. sports events or like uh, you know concerts or you know like a band might say yeah. right um, the ticket we're not going to release tickets instead we're going to sell NFTs if yeah. you have an NFT from this code you can have it yeah and you have that number for that seat and then obviously with years to come that value increases exactly it? because it's like one of one basically exactly one of one so yeah I think yeah, in that sense yeah. I think we just gotta watch this space in it. Yeah, Make sure yeah, yeah. this switch on with it. The metaverse, you know, <laughs> shit's going on with that property in the metaverse. I don't know. Do you think we'll be in the metaverse soon? <laughs> Please, wait, I don't. When people when people say be in the metaverse, yeah, there's a big distinction. Like, is it that we're gonna be in the metaverse? Are we're gonna be in VR? Or is it that money's gonna be hard in the metaverse? That's what people don't know. I think there's a line in it. There's the yeah. line of it being money, and then there's the line where our day to day lives we put on a headset. Or maybe when it, when uh, the technology develops, it's like lenses even, mm. or like just glasses in it. And we go to work in VR. Because the thing is, bro, logistically, yeah? Imagine the office space that gets freed up. Oh, imagine, 100%. Like, if all business meetings were just like um, via a VR headset, so much money you I know, get saved. I know. And this COVID shit taught us as all well, that like working from home, I mean, it works. It works. It had it had some teething problems, but it worked. Yeah. Um, property in London is that it's like a, like a commercial space in London is that it's lower space. Yeah. But guess what's up? Warehousing. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the other big thing. Um, what is it? Oh, I completely forgot the name of what people do, where they trade on Amazon. Where they trade on Amazon. Oh my god! I forgot the name. Um, it will come to me. It'll come to me. Yeah, yeah. So where you buy and sell on Amazon, um, okay. like and you warehouse it. Yeah. Warehouse space. Or drop shipping. That's it. So cool. I completely, completely forgot it. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like when people drop ship, like a lot of people laughed about it at the beginning, but like people make you know like tens of thousands yeah. a month on it. Because online business is booming. Isn't it? It's booming. Yeah. And, um, I think that taught us a lot of where the market's going to go in the future. Yeah. As well, it? Taught, it taught us something quite sad as well. I think it taught us that novelty might go soon. Small businesses are all like they're all like on the decline at the moment. Yeah, it's like, they'll get swallowed up by Amazon. You know, get yeah. swallowed up like by big other. Like, yeah, I think a lot of the sectors are going to be monopolized in it in terms yeah. of like, you just have the head of each sector. Like, bro, like Meta, you know, yeah. obviously Facebook will run to Meta. Like, that sort of shit. That's I mad. It's going to become, I mean, it's scary to think about in it. Yeah. yeah. And the, the thing is, it's happening right in front of us, but we can't even do shit about it. Like, we just got to be aware of it and recognize it and, it and not be so stubborn to think that it can't happen. Cause, exactly. Bro, look at all the shit that's happened that is, no one knew was happening. Exactly. And, I, and honestly speaking, I think that it might happen. Yeah. Like um, I'm thinking that if 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 we carry on the way we are, right? Businesses are starting to alter law. Like we literally study law and think about how much of an inca- impact like Uber has, for example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally. We literally like, we studied the we studied the Uber case last yeah, term, yeah. and if if they can have such an impact to change government policy, yeah. then what beats government? We all follow the law because of the government, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's obviously what comes. They they obviously. You know who comes up with the laws? Yeah, and then so, it's because of much wider debate. And yeah, and eventually, what are we drifting towards? Some sort of you know, like totalitarian law, like in terms of like, you know, like because who's gonna rule the metaverse? So who's gonna run the online space? Exactly. Like international law stuff like that. So everyone has their own space ideas. law. You know, you got big, oh, big things. Like yeah. there's this thing where um some guy thought he bought the moon. Yeah. Like, I think like what well, as soon as someone landed on the moon. Um, he said something like, "Yeah, I'm the one who designed the flag that went up there." 
yeah. and therefore it's my property as per like maritime salvage law. Oh man. So he tries to so he 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 still says he owns the moon. And his family will still say he owns the moon. So it's like And who can dispute that because there's no sort of legislation or anything. Exactly. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's a it's a mad time to be a lawyer then for us. It is a mad time. Yeah. More than anything, like more like a, a development time. Yeah. I think like gone is the old law. Like you know, you know, you see Harvey walking around like in a suit, like you know, rocking up to meetings. Yeah. That might still happen sometimes, but lawyers have to be so much more adaptive. Like you have to know about coding, you have to know about NFT. Imagine if you have like a fifty million like, you know, drop of their NFTs yeah. and you're representing them. They're not gonna wanna know like, you know, what your credentials are. They wanna know if you understand the market. Yeah, yeah, for real. You gotta yeah. understand that, innit? Like yeah, exactly. Why are we getting paid in flipping crypto and NFTs as well? So, exactly, know, yeah. For real, for real. So I mean, yeah, we've got to keep an eye on that. I think, yeah. So let's just end with a light topic, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light topic, because that shit got some pretty heavy. Yeah, that, that, did, get, that, that <laughs> did get pretty heavy pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to talk about sports. You're a Liverpool fan, isn't it? Big Liverpool fan. Big, big, Liverpool, big Liverpool fan. fan. Um, bit of fun fact about me. Any sport I reckon that there's out there, I have a team. Like I, I watch a lot of sports. Most weekends, I'll be on BBC Sport, like tracking it, watching like two or three games. Yeah. Big Rams fan. In, oh, obviously did very very well this year yeah, yeah. I started sporting them like three four years ago oh, um, cricket like you know obviously got to sport my, my hometown India yeah. <laughs> yeah. obviously a big Liverpool fan love a bit of F1 oh, like it? I love I love, play a bit of hockey as well like I love to watch oh, it play hockey, play as, hockey well. as well yeah. yeah bro I was gonna ask you about the NFL stuff like how I can't like I got the build you know to play the NFL yeah. and them are big dons in it but I'd love to play American football it looks so sick to me yeah. but I don't know. Do you watch the games often or how? I try and watch um, all the big LA games like yeah. I can. Obviously, I watch the Super Bowl. I watch like all the. I, I, I watch the run to the Super Bowl basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only issue is it's like NBA. They mm. run like two AM in the morning. Literally. Yeah. And like, obviously, we do law degrees. Like, we we probably got nine AMs. Like. And you, you don't know, want to watch it do. after the fact. Yeah. Like, it's a bit, like there's no tension or drama. Exactly. Like, usually, I just check, I'll just watch the highlights in the morning. Yeah, fair enough. Because they do they do really detailed highlights. Yeah, bro. I want to get into that. Obviously, I'm going to America, so. I want yeah. to get into that. I think college basketball is big there as well. College, yeah. Yeah. I saw Drake um, Drake posted on his story because the final four, because women's basketball is huge there. Women's oh, yeah, women's is massive, yeah. And um, UConn's like in the final four and he tweeted out. Like, no he way. He posted on his story like, oh, he'll probably be at the final. If you can't make the final, I reckon Drake would be there. No way. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Do you think you can't do well? Their men's team do really well as well. Yeah, yeah. They were a sick team uh, for sports. I mean, sick uni for sports. So uh, yeah, yeah. Re- the, the whole program there's so different. Like yeah. you know, they have like nutritionists, they have like they have full scholarships, yeah. and considering that you know you're paying up to up, upwards of like fifty thousand you know dollars yeah, to go yeah. there, like and people are getting that free on like you know with like oh, nutritionists yeah, exactly. like coming through. They're proper like they treat like proper athletes. Training, train, yeah. I rate it though. It's actually sick. But that's how you get into professional sports. There yeah, you yeah. go through you go through college. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, bro. You do go through college. Okay, what do you think about Liverpool's chance? I thought, I thought, yeah. Do you know what? I'm very, very optimistic this season. Like, Seriously? I think that we've already won one. I reckon we'll win two or three more. I think it's either a treble or quadruple. I think that the one that we might not get is the Champions League. I reckon we might you win the domestic the treble. I think we might win it. One point behind City and we've got City. Yeah. And you've got City. We've got City in two weeks, three weeks. Bro, I can't wait for that game, bro. I'll be that game. Yeah. The thing is, that what always happens when Liverpool play City is mm. that we just cancel each other out. Yeah, true. It always happens because obviously, like you've got our midfield, which is literally like a workhorse, mm. fighting their creative talents, yeah. and you've got our defense against their like they nullify each other. You got yeah. you know their keeper, you know their defense holding the ball so much that you know Salah, Mane, Firmino, Jota, they can't even hold the ball themselves. Yeah. Um, 
It's gonna I don't be know. It's gonna be very interesting. I'm, I'm gassed though, and everybody it felt like City won in January, and January. now it's... thirteen points or something like that. Yeah, Stupid, yeah. bro. You lot have closed the gap. We have. You got looking soft for recent year. Yeah. Um, bro, obviously I'm Everton fan, so I want City to win. But low key, as a football fan, in it. Yeah. Watching Liverpool players like yeah levels I think it's, it's just the way that Liverpool like run their business like yeah. you know we, we don't overbuy like if we look at City's team it was something like I saw something like um, City's team was worth more than like all the property within like a four mile radius of Man City Stadium That's crazy. imagine that so for 500 million which is how much the City those 11 players cost you could buy yeah all the houses all around the houses. it every single house like four mile radius something stupid, or like two crazy. mile radius something stupid yeah I think because you lot put you put you lot put your foot down in terms of contracts. Oh yeah, we do. And like even Salah. Yeah, like uh, Salah. That's a big talking point. I have a lot to say about him. Yeah. Um, about him leaving. I think we'll run out of later because I think we're. Yeah, we do. We're, we start, it's been a long ass podcast. Yeah, 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 it's been a very long one. But yeah, hopefully Salah stays. But you know, my goal, man. I obviously Muslim brother. I love my guy in it. So <laughs> even though you know, every time I go down, so I got no horse in the race in it. That's yeah. why I can. Semi neutral. Semi neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we ain't got no rivalry with you in it. Anyway. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. not even like a rivalry no more. In it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously closing remarks, man. You know, support Kieran, my guys. Going to the Law president. Thanks Probably will become Law president. Fingers you know, crossed. Fingers crossed, man. Um, good luck to you with that, and uh, good yeah. luck to you with your charity. Support his charity and a Youth Connection London. Yeah. yeah obviously, uh, where else? Well, you want to plug anything else? Bro, I'm actually I'm working with the mental health charity at the moment as well. Oh, is it? Men's mental health. They're called Boys Get Sad Too. They do oh. a sick clothing line. Is they do it? a really really good clothing line. Support. I wear them. a lot, and it's not too it's not too expensive as well. Yeah, yeah. And what? How, how does it work? Twenty percent go straight straight to men's mental health. Oh, that's sick. That's a big. So thing, yeah. Man. All right. So obviously support that as well. Um, anything else nah. why should people vote for you just final remark <laughs> final closing vote for me. at the end of the day I think I will be the best candidate best ideas as well yes, and sir. I just want to make a difference because at the end of the day that's what uni societies are for exactly but lastly though big up my boy Zane obviously thanks for inviting me thank you bro and um, I'm looking forward next year to America and hopefully we'll see each other yeah. before you go a lot more yeah yeah big up and see me courtside as well next to Drake hopefully <laughs> courtside next to Drake where is NBA <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you thank you for listening